and welcome to the show. It's me, John Park, and it's time for the first JP's product pick of the week of 2022. Uh, thanks everyone for stopping by. We've got people over in our YouTube chat as well as over in the Discord, and it is great to see you all. Uh, first thing I wanted to do for the uh, for the first show of this uh, of this new year is clear off that board so that we can put up a whole bunch of new exciting uh, product picks this week. So uh, let's go ahead and do that real quick. Like, uh, in fact, I'm just gonna, uh, what's a good magic word? Abracadabra. And uh, there we go. Now we've got a fully cleared out uh, board. We're ready for our next set of product picks. That was, uh, I think I had about 63, 64 products up on there. So it was a little more than the last year. This in fact is our episode, uh, or our product pick 65. So, um, like I said, not quite one a week, but now we're ready. We're clear, uh, clear to do this. So, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for our new product pick. I want to start changing up some things for the new year. Uh, not everything. I'm not changing out my workshop too much, but, uh, I did want to break with some of the traditions and establish some new ones. So I hope, uh, everyone's excited for, for change. How about that? Uh, let's see. What is going on? We've got uh, some people over in our chat here, like I mentioned, over in the Discord chat and in the YouTube. YouTube, hey, Charles Burniford, Peter Hill, LK Burr, Backwoods Engineer, Graham Cox, John O, Brain Fawcett, and Dave Odessa, hello. And someone called, it was like this when I found it. Uh, Nice to see you all. And over here in our Discord chat, we've got lovely A72, Rich Sad, Scott B, Scott B Me Up, Rich Sad, Do Wester. I'm learning some of these names. Uh, I think I saw some uh, C Grover up there, Thin Man. Hello, Jim Hendrickson. Uh, let's do it. So, hey, AT Makers Bill, nice to see you. And uh, Mike P. We said delayed abracadabra. Are we having, uh, do we have some, some issues, software or hardware issues? I hope not. That was my abracadabra delayed. Uh, we can bring it back, can't we? Let's see. Look. Old stuff, new stuff. Uh, don't give away your secrets. All right, so let's do it. Let's, um, let's get started with this, pre- this week's product pick. The, uh, someone said there was an extra sleep in the magic script. Oh, did, was that delayed? Hmm. Maybe there was a delay. Uh, what I want to start off with is heading over here. So go to this URL if you want to see the product page where this week's product pick lives. That's the product ID right there, 5233. You can point a camera at that QR code and go directly there. This video plays from inside of there, so you won't miss anything if you head over to that page. Uh, What you will see, however, is a 50% off on this week's product pick. You're going to find it's a great bargain this week. Uh, so head on over there. Oh, Jim Hendrickson is watching from inside the product page today. How does that experience feel? Uh, hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> Toddbot asked if I could just go ahead and put all those parts in, uh, in the mail and send them. I wish I'd had a backside to this board, this pegboard. It's not, uh, or I would have just spun it around. I wasn't thinking when I built it. Uh, all right. So if you head over there, you will find our, find our product pick. But what I'm going to do is let Lady Ada from the past, describe this to us, and then we'll take a look at what we've got and maybe do some demos. So uh, take it away, Lady Ada. 
Yay, AT Tiny 817 Breakout. Okay, so this is a kind of an interest, it's a three-in-one board, really. So first up, it's a uh, development platform for the AT Tiny 817. Uh, it says 8X7 because one day I might have a different chip, but it's the 817 on there right now, which is the kind of the second or third gen AVR chips from microchip. The, originally, we were using the SAMD09 for a lot of our Seesaw and, and Stemma QT boards. SAMD09 is getting quite hard to get, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a lot of them for the next year. And so I thought, let's revise our boards instead of using the 3 volt SAMD09 Cortex M0. The AT Tiny 817 is, is a quite powerful board. It's 20 megahertz, it's got 8K of flash. I think a half K RAM, a little bit of EEPROM. EEPROM is quite nice. Um, and it runs from three or five volts, which is kind of sweet. It's a lot of, bunch of peripherals. It's very inexpensive. Um, so this is a dev board to help me use that chip. Another nice thing, lots of analog digital converter pins, a lot of PWM pins, more than the SAMD. The SAMD I think only had four analog digital inputs, um, I think muxed into the ADC and this one has like nine. Uh, and it's got a lot of PWMs too. So it's got like a lot more flexibility, I think, on the pinout. Um, second, it is a Seesaw development board. So we're gonna sh we're shipping this with Seesaw, which is our I squared C to whatever protocol. So it can do PWM and analog inputs. It doesn't have a DAC. Um, it does have a NeoPixel driver, which I'll show the demo for. Like I said, PWM output. You can access the EEPROM. You can change the I squared C address. Um, but what it's really useful for is, you know, a lot of times you're like, I want to connect like a rotary encoder to I squared C, or I want to connect a rotary encoder to something. And that's something that requires rotary encoder or NeoPixels requires timing specific data that you really want to sub-processor it out. And so this is our kind of our, our sub-processor co-processor helper that runs over I squared C. And uh, in addition, it's also got uh, STEM QT. Uh, connectors on each end. So you can use it as an I squared C breakout. You can use it if you want basically a, a, a chip that can control a lot of GPIO and, and NeoPixels and PWMs. Um, this board will do the trick. All right, I think I realized what happened. Yeah, that was why it was delayed. I wasn't pushing my, uh, my changes over to the live screen. So, hey, that's what I meant to do. <laughs> the visual effects. Uh, had an issue here today. Uh, so this is a really cool board. And what I'm going to do is actually we're going to, here's, here's another tradition we're going to break with. Um, mystery cabinet is, uh, is, is all empty, but we now have this mystery box right here. So what we're going to do is we're going to check out the new product pick by opening this little weird mystery box right here. So I can get my own product right out of there. Hey, look. Oh, it's even sort of still in the bag. That is it right there. Ooh, yeah, let's, let's get a look at this. All right, we don't need those header pins yet. Uh, put that away right there. Right, so this is the product pick of the week this week. It is the ATtiny817 Seesaw Breakout Board. Uh, so this is, let's, let's, uh, pop up the product page. Actually, this is the product page for this. If I refresh, we should see, uh, this totally bonkers price, $2 and 78 cents to get one of these. So this is really cool. This is a, uh, development board for this new, new ish, uh, sort of current generation AVR chip. And you can use it for development. Uh, what we've developed and we use on here a lot is the, uh, seesaw sort of framework. And 
What you'll find with this board is that as a upgrade beyond the previous SAMD09 version of it, we've now got a couple of those Stemma QT slash quick connectors on there. So you can plug and play with a lot of our boards, such as some of the feather boards or uh, the cutie pies. Let's you plug right in and use this as a sort of GPIO expander. So if you're not familiar with the Seesaw sort of protocol or framework, that is a I squared C to anything protocol. So that means we can plug I squared C into our microcontroller. And then on this side, we can plug it into all sorts of GPIO. We can use uh, digital to analog conversion or rather analog to digital conversion because we read things like potentiometers on here. It has a NeoPixel pin and driver on board. So all those tricky timings that happen to drive NeoPixels will happen right here on the board. Uh, and what I wanted to do is show a little demo of this. So let me, let me clear out the, uh, the new mystery box there and bring into my overhead uh, view here. So here's what you can see I've got going on. This is a, which one do I have on here? I think this is the yeah, RP2040 Cutie Pie. And you can see this thing has not so much uh, GPIO on it, just a little bit, just enough. But if we wanted to use a whole lot of peripherals, this is one way we could do it by plugging in an analog out of PWM. So you can see this little yellow LED here. I'm reading a potentiometer. And uh, so yeah, in fact, let me give you, let me give you a full demo of the board. So f I'm just speaking I squared C between these two things. A lot of the heavy lifting is right here on the seesaw board. So I'm reading a potentiometer and I'm taking those analog values and I'm actually converting them into PWM values to change this, uh, this brightness on my yellow LED here. I'm reading this little switch here. Uh, and you can see when I do that, I'm turning on and off a little indicator LED. There's also an onboard indicator LED. You can see there, a little red LED. Uh, and if I diffuse this one, that'll make it a little easier to see what's going on. This is actually a NeoPixel right over here. Uh, and my potentiometer is serving double duty. When I'm in this mode, I can change the speed of a fade between a couple of colors, or three colors to be precise. So I'm going between blue, cyan, and a sort of berry purple color there. Uh, and it gets faster and faster and faster as I crank that up. And so uh, you can also do some, uh, what else? I think we've got capacitive touch on here, uh, a couple other features. There are the two I squared C pins. So uh, you can also uh, pick different addresses for these. So really cool board. Uh, now let's take a look over at, uh, at this page here again. You can see uh, at the bottom of this page, there's a link to the guide here that Katni wrote, primary guide to the ATtiny817 breakout. So if we head over here, uh, you'll see, of course, we've got a nice pinout page. Uh, and this will show you how you can use, uh, for example, the little jumper on the back to cut that to go to five volt. This will work anywhere from two volt to five volt logic. We have it by default at 3.3 volt. Uh, that's logic and power. And uh, you've got the breakout for all the different pins. So some of these pin numbers are different than you'll find on Seesaw for the SAMD. There's just, just how it is, they're different numbers. Uh, so you'll wanna pay attention to which pins do what. Uh, it, won't, it won't work the same on some of your older Seesaw uh, SAMD09 breakout board code. Uh, and then there's some examples of using this inside of CircuitPython, Python, and Arduino. And as Lady Ada said, one of the things that's really uh, useful is 
connect this up to either a computer uh, with an I2C interface or to a single board computer such as a Raspberry Pi that can't really do some of these things very well, such as NeoPixel or doesn't have any, um, any of the uh, analog to digital converters to read some potentiometers and the like. So this is a really good breakout for those types of uh, single board computers. Uh, what else? Uh, so let's take a look at code. So here is uh, the code that I'm running on there. And this is, I took a few of our examples. So if you uh, install the bundle for CircuitPython, you'll get a lot of access to example programs that'll run in Seesaw. They'll start with the name Seesaw, these example programs. And so I pulled together a few that do the analog input, the digital I.O., which is sort of a super uh, uh, set of digital I.O. stuff, kind of a top-level, high-level uh, access to digital I.O., as well as PWM out and NeoPixel. So I'm importing all those libraries in here. I then set up my Seesaw board, just calling it SS equals Seesaw. In this case, since I'm using an RP2040, I need to uh, specify the second I2C port. So this is... Uh, using bus IO, I squared C of board, uh, serial clock one, and serial data one. Then I'm setting up my pins. So I've got pin five is that green, big, fat, chunky green LED there, using that as a digital output. Uh, pin three is what I've plugged in my little switch here so I can read that. Analog pin two is what I'm reading for the uh, potentiometer there. And then the PWM pin is 13, where I'm writing out to that yellow LED. And then I've also set up on pin 19 this single NeoPixel. You can drive up to 60 NeoPixels. After that, I think we start to run out of memory. Um, and then the rest of this is some cool sample code. Actually, this is some stuff that our good friend Toddbot wrote to do a little interpolation between colors. Uh, and then the rest of this here is from some of that example code where I'm just saying the LED value is going to be the same as the switch value. So on is, is true and off is false. And then if the switch is on, I will read that um, potentiometer and change the uh, PWM of the yellow LED there. And that's this duty cycle equals the analog in value. And I just sloppily multiply it by 60 here. It's not quite exactly the full range, uh, but it works pretty well because those analog values are 0 to 1023. And otherwise, if I'm in this other position, we're doing the, uh, the NeoPixel thing there. So I'm just changing the rate at which I um, interpolate between colors there. So uh, let's see. Oh, Anthony Becerra, thank you. And YouTube said the, the, stream, the stream glitched, but it seems OK now. All right, crossing fingers. Um, and uh, let's check in on our Discord here. Uh, let's see. Is there a way to set the address on these? Uh, and the answer is Katni doesn't remember off the top of her head. I don't either. So I've checked the guide. I have not. I have not changed the address on it. I think there are two pins. So you, so you can, ah, okay, Dexter Starboard, so you can write a new address to the, uh, let me bring up the Discord here. You can write up a new address to the EEPROM. That's another thing that this one has is a, uh, there's an EEPROM that you can write uh, to so that you can store things like MAC addresses. There's a little bit of uh, memory there to use. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aza is built to code as Python code only needs to be written to the main QDPy or separately deployed to the Seesaw. Right. So that's an excellent question. All the code that I'm running is on the QDPy here. Uh, so 
let's go to a larger screen of that. Uh, so QtPy is running that CircuitPython code I just showed, and all of the commands that it was using, all those Seesaw commands, are sent over I squared C and tell uh, the Seesaw board what to do. Seesaw, or rather the ATtiny board, the ATtiny little Seesaw board here is running our Seesaw firmware. It could run other things, but that's what we deploy on there. Uh, that's what you'll get when you open it up. So it's ready to, to be communicated to from whatever microcontroller. Uh, QtPy is convenient because it has that stomach QT connector. We also have some of our feather boards, uh, such as this one right here. You can see that's a feather RP24. That one has a stomach QT. And some of our uh, newer feather boards also have, have those um, with other, other chips on them. You can use I squared C by just plugging into almost any microcontroller. So it doesn't have to have that stomach QT port. But your Arduino code or your Python code or your CircuitPython code, those go on the microcontroller or single board computer. And the, you never really have to change this. If you want to use it in the ways that I've shown here, you'll leave that code alone. Uh, good question. Thank you for, thank you for asking that. Uh, let's see. Any other questions before we go? Let's see. Uh, yeah, so 16, 16 and 17 are the address lines by default, uh, Bill found. And... I think that'll do it. All right. Well, hey, thank you everyone for uh, for coming by for the first of our JP's product pick of the week for the new year. Reminder, if you head over to this product page, which is product ID 5233, uh, let's see, we should still be in stock. Yeah, good. Uh, you can pick this up for this discounted price of $2.78. You might want to throw in a Stemma QT cable uh, while you're there. There's a little handy thing here to click and add a cable. Uh, and off you go. You can get up to 10 of them, and uh, if, you, if you do, let us know what you're up to with them over in the Discord. Uh, we love to hear what people are using the products for. Okay, I think that's going to do it. Thank you, everyone, so much for stopping by, uh, and I will point out one of the other handy things about the Stemma QT port is that you can use it as a hanger uh, for your board if you're sticking it on a pegboard like I am, like so. So that's the product pick of the week. It's the ATtiny817 Seesaw Breakout Board. For Adafruit Industries, I'm John Park. This has been JP's product pick of the week, and I will see you next time. And just uh, a little uh, note about some of the upcoming shows. There will be, I believe, a uh, 3D Hangouts tomorrow morning, Wednesday. I'll be doing the show and tell tomorrow evening, and... Uh, PT and Lady Ada should be doing an Ask an Engineer uh, at, right after that tomorrow evening. So uh, go and check the blog for details, or if you're on the Discord, you can type question mark showtimes and see more, as well as check our live broadcast announce channel on there. Uh, thanks, everyone, for stopping by, and uh, I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Oh, and I'll have my workshop show on Thursday. I forgot to mention that. And uh, I believe Scott's doing a deep dive on Friday. So we are back to a whole bunch of shows this week. Thanks everyone and happy.